0: third john last week we finished up with second john second john was about goodness what do i need to do the most important thing i need to do he's saying is keep the commandments of christ keep the commandments of the new testament as well as the old in in the sense that the, we establish the old we know what sin is so get out of sin that's what he's saying in uh romans shall we continue to sin well no we need to get out of sin and we need to follow after christ's commandments and the number one commandment that he focused on in in the second letter of john was uh love one another and if you truly love other people you're going to keep the commandments to deny the commandments and to refuse to follow after what christ has commanded us to do is uh, to destroy people you can't change this word this is an incredible word and as soon as you start changing it you're writing off whoever listens to you because if we can start changing what the bible says then then nobody's going to be able to get saved we continue to uphold the scriptures and that's if you truly love people then that's what you're going to do and that's called goodness third John's kind of interesting because this is more in the area of faithfulness this is Faithfulness is what you do when you're on your own. What do do you do during the week? You know, like it's it's great when you come together. And and, and we saw he wrote to the chosen lady and her children, whom I love in truth. But now John is focusing on an individual. And he's talking about his faithfulness and encouraging faithfulness. This is what you do uh, in your weekly walk with God. The elder too, the beloved Gaius, whom I love in truth. Gaius is kind of an interesting word because it means I am glad. And I was really picking on that word glad last week when it came to, uh, he was saying, I was very glad to find some of your children walking in truth. And I was saying, no, he wasn't glad. He was rejoicing greatly when people obey the scriptures. So maybe that's where the interpreters got this Gaius because or got the word glad from. But he's writing to Gaius, who is a content person. And he's saying, Beloved, I pray that in all respects, no, it's it's more in all, in everything, that you may prosper, be in good health, just as your soul prospers. Well, I have a problem with that. The word prosper, in my estimation, is always succeed, right? Is is the kind of thing that when you mention, oh, I'm prosperous, you know, the job's going good, uh, you know, the house and the family, the car. Well, that's not the word. That's what the translators have put it. It means good journey, which I think is really interesting. The true definition is good journey. So they're thinking, oh, well, you know, it, it is. You're, you're, it's a walk. It's a, isn't that what he's saying in Ephesians? You know, be careful how you walk. Walking is a journey. Life is a journey. And I'm praying that you have a good journey, not a bad journey. Stay on the straight and narrow. Don't get off the path. But to me, that's more is what he's talking about. That you may have a good journey. And it's not good health he's not concerned with his physical health the true word there is sound that's the definition of sound you know that's the that's the true definition right there and it's in in titus titus really paul to titus focuses in on and you're going to see a lot of in titus sound you know uh older men in chapter 2 verse 2 are to be temperate dignified sensible sound Sound in faith, right? Like, be grounded. Like, know your word of God. Because when you do, that's what he finishes with. Just as your soul prospers. No, as your soul journeys. So I'm hoping that you see your Christian walk is a journey. And that your sound, and it, it'll be a good journey if you're sound in the text and put it into practice. That's what I hope for you. I'm not hoping that you're going to get rich and, and going to get famous or anything. Just that you have a good journey. You know, it's that one about the, yeah, so many people are, are silly when they go on journeys, right? Because it's the kids. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? You know, it's, it's not about, are we there yet? It's, what are you doing while you're going. Right. It's if you get on a. My favorite mode of transportation is trains. Why? Because you can get up at any time, walk all the way to one end of the train, all the way to the other, and you look out the windows and you can talk to people. You can sit beside people. Like a bus is kind of weird because you're sort of stuck there, right? If somebody gets up, they know where they're going. They're going to the back of the bus where the washrooms are. So it's it's not a great avenue to visit. But a train, because when you get there, the conductor's going to say, okay, this is your stop. Get off, because we're not letting you ride any farther. So enjoy the ride. Life is a journey. Enjoy the people around you and work with the people around you, right? That's what John's wishing for this guy. And look, here's my New American Standard again, verse three. I was very glad. No, he wasn't. He was greatly, I greatly rejoiced when brethren came and testified to your truth, how you are walking in the truth. To the individual, it's not, yeah, it's a collective when he's talking in, in, in chapter three to the lady, the church, and to her children walking in truth, but it's also, and that's what, kind of what Theo's class was about, it's also you as an individual, because it's, You know the church doesn't have a journey per se because the church meets once twice a week you're the one that's in the journey and then you gather your strength when you meet with the church but he's focusing on this guy right and verse four is interesting because he says i have no back to greater joy why did they change it to glad right I have no greater joy than this to hear of my children walking in the truth. Interesting because in 2 John, it was the lady and her children. So it seems like Gaius here is probably one of his converts, which is kind of interesting. If you've helped somebody come into Christ, you continue to help them with their journey right? And Paul's very concerned with this one because he knows the struggles that is happening in the congregation in which he attends. But I'm so happy that you're doing so good. Again, this is kind of going back to, or again, Revelation where Jesus talks to the seven churches. And the first thing he starts with is how happy he is with the person. Then he can deal with the problems. It's not that Gaius has a problem, but he just needs to deal with a problem that's within the congregation. Verse 5 Beloved, you are acting faithfully. See, this is this chapter is about being faithful. In whatever you accomplish for the brethren, especially when they are strangers. So Gaius does work for the brethren of the congregation to which he belongs. Because It's a journey. He's watching for opportunities to help the brethren in the congregation. And that's being faithful. It doesn't, he doesn't need a program. He doesn't need somebody to tell him. He has his own eyes and he's got his own brain, which is what your heart, your soul, your mind, your strength. And he's putting it into practice. That's acting faithfully in whatever you accomplish for the brethren especially the strangers especially when we have visitors brethren that are coming from other places you've got to be taking care of them and and they i guess the strangers have testified to your love before the church because when you pour out your love into somebody else's life wherever they go they're going to say you know Who was it? It was, it was Barb and, and Jeff Hastings. Like Barb calls me up out of the blue. Like she's on our email and she says, you know, Rob, we want, us, we want to just send money to the church in Ottawa. Because our whole time in Ottawa was a wonderful experience. It was very uplifting. And we were very strengthened by the congregation. And we love the fellowship there. And we love the members there. And we just want to start sending some support. Why? Because you people, you brethren took them in and they felt like they were part of a family, right? And so for that short period of time. So when you hear about that, then you just go, wow, uh, we didn't think we did much. It's because we did what we are supposed to do. That's being faithful. And they have testified to your love before the church. And you will do well. That's a silly little word. You will do good. That's how it's supposed to be. And actually, the true Greek translation there is you will do beautiful. You know, beautiful and well. Give me a break. You will do beautifully to send them on their way in a manner worthy of God. When the strangers come in, you take them in and you fellowship with them and you help Put them up and you provide for their needs because they're traveling these guys are like evangelists and they've showed up right and gaius is taking them in because back in that period you've got these evangelists running around as theo said his dad runs around i shouldn't say runs around travels around his journey to help establish congregations that's his focus right and when these guys these brethren show up you need to help take care of them right and when they leave send them on their way right in a manner worthy in a manner worthy that's i thought what's that about you know worthy of god that's that's matthew chapter 25 the king verse 34 the king will say to those on his right come I was hungry you gave me something to eat thirsty you you invited me in naked you clothed me and the righteous and when did we see that and he says verse 40 the king will answer and say truly I say to you to the extent you did it to one of these brothers of mine the least of them you did it to me. Whatever you do for the brethren that's in this congregation, whatever you do for brethren that come visiting, if they're only here just for the weekend or if they're here for two or three years, whatever you do, you're doing to God. So, therefore, take them in and then send them on their way. Make sure they've got stuff so so that they'll remember and they've got stuff so that they can go. Because they went out for the sake of the name accepting nothing from the gentiles now i've never understood accepting nothing from the gentiles but i think paul makes mention and i didn't look this one up but he doesn't take anything these guys are out preaching the word traveling visiting towns and they're not taking anything from the people they reach right so they're looking for support from the churches because they don't want to seem like we're, we're doing it for money. And so that's the kind of heart that these guys got. I, we just want to share the gospel with you. And no, we don't want your money. We, we just want to enrich you with, with the truth. And they went out for the sake of that They're, I'm sorry, you know, Theo's doing a lesson today about total commitment. <laughs> these guys total commitment right not that we can't be total commitment if we're staying in one town because we're doing jobs when we're staying in this one town we can support and when we do support which he says you ought to support such men so that we may be fellow workers with the truth maybe we need to start thinking about who are we supporting? And what can we do to support more? We had to cut back because of the government. Well, maybe we need to kick some doors down and start doing it again and start thinking about. Because the more we reach out and help other people, we're doing God's work. Just in supporting, which is which is great, right? But There's always a but. I wrote something to the church. I think what he wrote was the second letter of John, because I believe it went to all the churches. But, but, I wrote something to the church. But Diotrephes, who loves to be first among them, doesn't accept what we say, which was keep the commandments, stay with the word, don't help the travelers. Right? He doesn't accept. And Diotrephes, his name means nourished by jupiter which means nourished by jupiter jupiter is the top top god or it's zeus the top god of the romans and and you know zeus and jupiter were the same dude as far as the mythology was concerned he's nourished by the worldly gods that's why he's a problem in the church right that's diotrephes. For this reason, if I come, and I'm hoping to come, I will call attention to his deeds, which he does, unjustly accusing us with wicked words. He is putting down the letters which were right. He's putting down, obey the commandment to love one another. That's what he's doing, unjustly accusing. It's kind of interesting that word unjustly accusing is the word babble because whatever he's saying it's just foolishness it's babble or it's also translated gossip with wicked words that's gossip and not satisfied with just putting us down he himself doesn't even receive except as true is what that means the brethren he doesn't receive the guys that are coming in he doesn't receive brethren that are just visiting he doesn't want them around. Why? Well, because they've got some new ideas. They've got some new understandings from the, the scripture. They've got things that other churches are doing that you might think is good. No, we don't want. No, keep it out. He forbids. <laughs> he forbids, right? Wow. How do you forbid? those who desire to, to show fellowship to brethren that are traveling the guy's in the guy wants to be the head of the church christ is the head of the church we obey what christ says he says show fellowship hebrews chapter 13 verse 1 or verse 2 for by this some people then you know have entertained angels he forbids those who desire to do so and puts them out of the church excuse me it's not put out of the church it's cast he casts members out of the church for showing fellowship to brethren who have traveled and visited to brethren who are trying to support whoa this guy is totally in control How do you cast somebody out of the church? Well, how do you cast somebody out of the church? You pull them aside, Matthew chapter 18, and talk to see if there's a sin problem here, and then bring two or three, and then bring them before the church, and then the church decides on that thing called cast out of the church. But who are you to think you're the one? You know, Matthew 18 isn't for elders. It's for the congregation. Mm. This guy is just totally, because he's running on worldly nourished by jupiter and he's not being nourished by christ that's the problem if you're not being a fellowship if you're not supporting others if you're not you know supporting those that you have an opportunity to support if you're not taking care of, if you're not loving which is right back to his second john loving the brethren what are you doing because when you're helping and loving then The word of Christ just gets out. And that's what you want. So therefore, do not imitate what's evil. But what is good. And the one who does good is of God. And the one who does evil, he hasn't seen God. Not sure about this Diotrephes fellow, but he certainly has moved himself into a position. Get back to doing what we need to be doing. That's what he's saying, right? He's encouraging Gaius to step up to help the congregation. Which, when you think about it, in the in in the letter to the seven churches, he writes to the angel of Ephesus, the angel of Thyatira. And I and I keep saying the angel is not an angel from heaven. The angel is the messenger of the church of Ephesus or the church of Thyatira. Meaning, it's the spiritually minded in the congregation. And the spiritually minded in the congregation need to step up and encourage the congregation to do the things or step up and don't encourage, just do it. Right? That's what he's saying. Gaius, step up, do it. Look at Demetrius. He's received a good testimony from everyone and from the truth itself. And we add our testimony. And you know that our testimony, Demetrius. His name means belonging to the goddess of harvest. Well, I I don't think he's into mythology. I think he belongs to the God of harvest. I think Demetrius is doing what needs to be done. Gaius, back this guy up. Guys, start doing the things that you need to be doing. I had many things to write to you, but I'm not willing to write them you with pen and ink i hope to see you shortly and we will speak face to face that's self-control face to face we have to sit down that's that's the biggest problem with what we're doing right now zoom because we're not face to face it is so much nicer when you get together with brethren face to face even if we can't hug at least we can you can see the person's eyes. I can see, what, uh, 25 eyes right now looking at me, but I can't focus on anybody in particular, right? Face the face, and then you can talk. Peace be to you. Friends greet you. Greet friends in the name. An incredible book, both books, one to the church, keep the commandments going, and the other to the individuals in the church. To, to to get on that journey and, and stay on that journey and, and to realize the journey isn't Sunday morning and Wednesday night. That's only to, to get the strength and get the understanding because when you're on that journey, you're by yourself. And when you're by yourself out in this world, do the things that are faithful. Continue to support the brethren, whether they're just here in Ottawa or if they're traveling or if they're out there. Find ways to... Help others accomplish the work that they're doing. Think about it. Talk to brethren. We need to, right? Let's let's do a little bit more to support those that are out there pounding the, the streets. The brethren in India, the brethren in Cameroon, the brethren in Ghana. Think about these things. Okay, maybe you have to jump through some loopholes to get around government stuff well then hey we just need to figure out what we can do right and we need to be interested like he doesn't want to receive any new information diatrophies we need to because it doesn't matter what somebody brings to the church we look at it and we take it to we examine the spirit. We take it to the word and we go, wow, that's really cool. Or no, that's not really cool. That's, we need to help correct them. But to just to, to ignore and just push people away, forbid? No. Questions, new understandings are wonderful to look at. And if they are of the word of God, you will know it. And we will know because we will look at it and examine it and then promote it or correct it. Right? Right? Don't be imitating what's evil. Chase after what's good. What's good? Continue to build up the body, support one another, remain faithful in whatever you accomplish for the brethren, even strangers. That's third John. I think it's a very enlightening book and a very challenging book in these times especially when we know others are struggling in other countries. And can we do something? Eh, I think we can. That's our lesson.